0: Refuge worldwide. Refuge worldwide. Refuge worldwide.
1: Hello everyone. Good evening. Guten Abend. I am here. It's us again. It's Jamila and Kyle. It's Johns and Kalaloo for No Man's Land. Once again, are you all sick of us yet? I don't know. Tell us in the chats if you're sick. If you sick <laughs> of us, you know, it's fine, we leave. There's still time. And we are here with Not Wendell.
2: Yo! What's happening? What's happening? Hello, everyone.
1: <laughs> what's going on, brother?
2: Here, bro. I'm good, man. I'm good. Good. Can't complain. What's happening on your side?
1: I don't know. It's cold. It's it's cold. I feel like that's all everybody can talk yeah. about every time. It's it's cold like, and, how it's you cold going? And Everybody's dark. like, I don't know. John, it's cold <laughs> and it's dark. We don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's kind of weird because Berlin hasn't been like completely open for a while. So I think this is the first time that it's like cold. And, and, and dark but, but like are options hours. yeah are options to go out so it's <laughs> not like before where you had to be inside anyway you know what i mean but like now it's like yeah, yeah. there are options but we don't know what to do because it's freezing you know yeah.
0: have you have you so i feel like we didn't actually get to talk the last time we met at this caribbean no, brunch thing
1: not properly no but
0: um i know that you have caribbean roots right yeah Bobby mom does? and dad yeah, yeah. both yeah, both yeah. Nice. But you grew up in Germany, right?
1: No,
2: I grew up in London.
1: No, you grew up okay, in London. Okay. No, <laughs> <in laughs> <laughs> nah, London,
0: London.
1: Uh, could oh. Oh, I didn't know both accent. your parents were Nigerian. Yeah, oh. 100% bro. 100%, nice. Man. Okay. Cures. You get me? Nice. Oh, and I I, I wanted to say Hey, live, Congratulations, man! You seem to be having a hell of a year. You know what bro, I mean, bro? It's
2: it's nice. I can't lie. I've, I've been enjoying the year so far. Um, it's been a lot going on. So because the
1: last time we spoke, we were at um, the the little island people brunch, and we were talking <laughs> about like you know how long you had been in Berlin, and yeah. you know when you had moved here, and I don't know. I feel like well, I mean, I just know from my shallow social media relationship with you, but it seems as though that this year was actually fantastic for you. So yeah, like tell bro, us a bit about that.
2: It's been a good year. Um, I don't know. I just, I just think it's seen my DJ career get to a very nice level. Um, I'm not quite where I am or where I want to be yet, but it's all part of the beautiful journey, you know? So... Yeah, playing gigs back home in London. Obviously, here in Berlin, playing some of the biggest clubs, and it's just yeah, my boy got booked
1: for the big house a little so while that. ago. Thank you. That's so good, and that's so exciting. Yeah. I maybe feel how, like... did,
0: how did that come about? So you played at Panorama Bar. Yeah. that's When was
1: right. it? Um, first time was in October,
2: October twenty ninth.
0: Nice. And yeah, you're playing yeah. again this, this weekend, weekend. Yeah.
2: Tomorrow. Yeah, not right. Tomorrow Saturday. Yeah? Sunday morning. No, Sunday afternoon. Sunday, Sunday afternoon. afternoon. Nice. Yeah. So classic. Yeah, um, they reached out. And of course, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to be like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> um, and yeah, pretty surprised they reached out to me again for a second date. But at the same time, there's been a hard, a lot of hard work put in. So yeah, kind of reaping the rewards. And of course, just looking at ways to keep pushing and going forward, you know.
1: Yeah, so. that's the thing. Uh, you know, like, there's. I feel like as an artist, there's so much time that you spend like, like grinding and doing your thing. And you get little bits of like um not success but you get a little forward you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> now and then and then you just hope you get some big and then there's times where you just sort of they're just huge like valleys where there's nothing and there's, there's, times there's when it's nothing dead, bro, it's, it's dead it's, there's nothing yeah and you yeah. still have to keep going and you still have to you know but then that 100. big wave comes you know what i mean yeah and yeah. you just have to like I mean, I always say that, um, yeah, you you need to keep going because you have to be able to meet that opportunity when it comes, you know know what I mean? Like, because you don't want to be in a position where the opportunity comes and then you've been, I don't know, you know, not ready for it. You're not ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but
2: to be honest, I don't think it comes when you're not ready. It comes when it's the right time, you know what I mean? So that's why I always think you are where you're supposed to be, right? So, so. yeah, it's coming, man. You know, it's got to keep pushing forward still.
0: Nice. And how, so how did it come about? Like, what have you... What's your journey been like? You know, um, from, from how long have you been here?
1: First, start to finish <laughs> a nutshell. go. No, so you've been, been in Berlin five fish. years or something, right? Six years. Six, six so years. Six years.
2: Yeah. And um, to be to be fair, I've been quite fortunate in this city because I know a few people before I moved. So when I first moved, the first club I played was Heidi Glue, and say so it was like already a nice. Oh my God, that's amazing! A nice introduction. <laughs> I'm so, so jealous. I didn't realize the power, not the power of the place per se, but how special and unique that place was until I played. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd obviously been there a few times before I, I actually moved. And then from there, steady progression, playing different clubs in Berlin, started my label here.
1: Was that the um, first year when you uh, when you got a gig, you got yeah. a gig straight away because you knew people in the industry? I right guess
2: here. so. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I'd been to Heidegloon, like I think, a few times before I moved, of course. Mm, you know, when mm. you visit, you got to go to the clubs and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. Since then, just been starting my label, networking constantly, and just playing different clubs in the city. So that's so crazy. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's How been, do it's
0: you been a that? beautiful actually, one. Actually, haven't been you to Vegas oh. I feel but like. Kyle, ever since <laughs> Kyle moved to Vetting, he's like. <laughs> Done with the rest of Berlin and just Heidegger, That's, gloom, that's gloom, yeah, so not go true. Go.
1: That's so not true. I've He's still been doing everything else. But like everyone says, and especially all the Berliners that live and and uh in wedding <laughs> and grew up there, they're just like Heidegger is like this like secret, you know what I mean? Yes. Nobody really knows about it too much. But I mean I had only I hadn't been until very recently and oh. I had only heard from other people. But every time they spoke about it, like <laughs> nobody ever had anything bad to say, which I thought was so surprising, you know what I mean? Yeah, because yes. like I feel like every club in, in Berlin, you know, has come, like some criticism comes with like you bring it up and somebody is like, I don't like it, yeah, I find this yeah, too, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But for some reason, Heideglun, as soon as you talk about it, everybody's always like, yeah, always a good time, never a bad yeah, time. Always, it's, yeah.
2: it's, it's, it's a magical place. And you I have how, to I'm say, surprised yeah. you haven't when really You've yeah. got to go, honestly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's too good and good, yeah. fire. You know what I mean? But, so nobody wants it, to go. Yeah, so far.
0: But is it because, like, I, I would imagine it's one of those places where not a lot of the expat Berliners go to? Nah, yeah. they, do. Yeah? they
2: do. Yeah. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. I, I met most of my friends that are expats in that club, actually. Some of my best friends till today that we are. But But I think it's not like yeah, Yeah. it's not
1: like the mainstream like Mm -hmm. you, you like the like a club that you like I don't wanna clubs like, <laughs> tourist clubs you know because i mean i mean we know which ones they are and i don't want to throw shade on any of them you know what i mean but there are clubs that like like tourists come and they want to go to Hots, yeah, yeah. and i feel like heideggloon is a good place but it's not at the top of like when people hear about berlin they don't hear like about that one secret. and they don't and they don't yeah. say that they want to go there so then it ends up being this kind of like yeah like kind of a special. A special place because it's so far like everybody who's there really (laughs) wants to be there like when I when I was there last I was there with um with Luca of course I've now spoken so much about Luca on this podcast podcast. we need to have Luca on this podcast no but myself and and Luca were walking to Heideggen because I live like a walk away right um But it's also kind of placed weirdly that you can't do anything but walk there, right? But it's such a long stretch. And this is when, like, winter had just hit. It was the first, like, snowy day we had for the year. And we were, like, walking through. And, like, we saw, like, a couple people pass us on bikes, right? Just alone. And there's nothing ahead, right? And then, like, they're also going there. And then you get the sense of everybody who's going to this club really wants (laughs) to be there. Because it's really out the way. (laughs) And it's really cool. You know what I mean? But I think, like, that's... Always the best crowd and always the best, you know, like, like vibe. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I hate to overuse the word vibe, but I mean, like, that's always the best when you have people that are in a place that's like, I don't know, everybody wants to be there and everybody yeah, wants to have yeah. a good time and they're not being too picky because i feel like sometimes you go out and 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 people are very critical and it's okay to be critical of like an experience and the dj and whatever but then i feel like it got it gets the point where that gets in the way of you just enjoying like what it is you know yeah yeah, yeah, exactly and every time i've been to heiliglund i feel like it's been yeah, a nice, authentic experience of people. Like, I'm here to have a good time. You know what I mean? And I don't necessarily need to be entertained by, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. by things around me all the time. Yeah. I'm I'm here to have a good time and everyone else is too. And then that, yeah. that generally brings, and then your music is fantastic, right? I it's mean, like, it's, it's always bangin'. it's always records. Do they even have CGJs in that place? <laughs> I don't do. know. I feel mean, like, it's just been records. It's just been, nah, like, do, talk, talk, talk. Still. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, but it's it's always a slamming time. Like seriously, I when I when I was there, well, when I first moved, you couldn't get me out of that place. I think I spent nearly every because it used to be bi-weekly, right? Mm-hmm. And I think 2018. Shouts out to my boy Sham. We were there every other weekend. Like that was a spot to link up. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
1: and it's kind of difficult. I mean, like because I myself, I try because they they lock off the door and they don't do it. Um, you know, I really appreciate. I'm I'm not a fan of like this. Yeah, this club-style discrimination where you can't, you know, get in if you don't, like, look a certain way. Like, I totally get what you're trying to do and you're trying to curate, like, people to, 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 yeah, you're trying to curate the crowd and whatever, and I appreciate all of that. But then at some point, I think it gets discriminatory and then it's just kind of dumb. And and not just discriminatory,
0: discriminatory, it turns into a marketing thing yeah. right, like like yeah. i don't want to name any clubs in particular <laughs> but, um, but this whole thing of like oh it's so hard to get it in and glamorizing if you get in
1: exactly kind of and funny. then yeah and then it kind of takes away from what That's it's really supposed to be about and what i liked about um harry is that they when they were closed off they weren't closed off because they they didn't want these people inside, mm. they were closed off because they were just at like yeah capacity. Ram. It would have been like yeah they were just Ram out. Yeah. They were just like yeah it's a fire hazard if we want to let in more people. And they were so like genuine. I don't know. I like this stuff because they're so genuine and they're mm. so cool. You know, they're not trying to be like an hard ass with you. You know, they're just they're just kind of. And I I don't know that I just appreciate. All of that. I mean, I haven't even been. I definitely haven't been as much as you. It sounds like. Yeah, but I, mean, I need to
2: give it a break now. I'm, I'm giving it a little break now, but still, it's it's a place to be. You've got to go. Seriously, it's,
0: yeah. Alright, I'll add it to my list.
2: Yeah. Enjoy. So
1: you've been running. You've been running a label now for some time. Yeah. How long have yeah. you been doing that?
2: Good question. I should know. I think since like 2017 was the first record. Yeah. yeah?
1: And how's that going? Because I feel like a record label is somewhat of a, yeah, it, it's like something that a, a DJ wants to do or every DJ yeah. wants to do it. Yeah. But I mean, like everything else in life, everybody wants to do things and then mm. when the work that it takes to actually get this thing off the ground comes, then that's when they don't want to do it anymore, right? Yeah,
2: but, I, f- I feel like that too still. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I, I I love every bit of the process. Um, But it's, it's almost a labor of love, unless you're selling, because I mean, it's primarily records, um, then I'm vinyl for a lot of people that don't know what records are. I mean, mm-hmm. it's more the older generation that say that mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but unless you're doing vinyl and digital, and for the longest I kept it strictly vinyl, but to reach the broader market, you need to have it on digital realistically because, yeah, you're not really going to reach the people you want to reach. If you're only pressing 300, 500, you're only really reaching DJs or really people that are digging, um, collectors, let's say. But it's the labour of love at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. It's a labour of love. You can make money from it, sure, but you need to really want to do it, you know. Yeah, um, And I'm not trying to discourage anyone. I would always say do it if that's what you want to do. You can make some nice returns. It's not all about the money, but you can really... Get your music out to the right people, the people mm-hmm. that really want to hear it. So, yeah, but, yeah, but it's I beautiful, f- man. It,
1: I think so too. And I've really fallen in love with vinyl culture. Oh. And I grew up in a place where they, we didn't have records. I mean, of course, there were records, right? Everywhere. Seven Inch Dubs records. and take. <laughs> I mean, I guess you have a, in terms of like, <clears throat> In terms of like the culture of spinning records, yeah. as soon as the technology progressed, like nobody was fighting it, you know. There was it's no gone, sort yeah. of like, you know, DJs were like, yeah, I don't have to take crates of records to my mm, gigs anymore. Mm, mm. Now I just have. Well, it was CD, it was CDs, CDs and then it was yeah. like when, and they're really flipping through their CD book, and then they went from that to then now it's USBs or a million other things but I mean like we didn't have that like vinyl culture because the places like here like they've been spinning records since the 90s in the clubs and then that just Mm. hasn't changed period you know what I mean yeah of course and I I was, was super fascinated by that. And I, I I it was something I could never do because it made no sense. Even if I, besides being crazy expensive to actually buy the turntables, oh. then what was I going to do? Order a record like that I want to play and pay like three times as much because I'm ordering it to Trinidad. And then like, yeah, I don't know. It was just, I just wasn't in the right place. Yeah, and then you. coming to Berlin, it was a really big deal for me. And I think we had that conversation. Oh, and you yeah. ran into me when I was playing because I came to Berlin. I would not, no. know. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was playing was on the, the boat. Was the
0: gig with the, I was going to ask what
1: the boats. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> well, when I came to Berlin, the, one of the first things I, because I, I've been DJing for a very long time, but I just haven't been around like vinyl culture. So when I got here, it was like my little mission. So then that was the first thing I spent all my money on. Yeah. Um, my dad got me one side for my birthday. I got the other side and then kind of I had a, another DJ mentor me and show me. But I mean, after DJing for so long, it, it was a lot easier than if you're not a DJ, right? So I caught on pretty quickly and then I was playing in Renata and I always said, okay, well, I have to, you know, you can't learn it and then not use it. So then yeah, you have to, yeah, yeah. you know, I want to use it. So then when Renata booked me for the garden, I was like, yeah, Fordex, give me two CDJs and two <laughs> turntables. Blah, blah, blah. And like, I don't know. When you're playing digitally, right? And you just have, you have all these things helping you. You know, you have these screens and you have, you know, you just flick through, finding yeah. the song is, you know, now you could, you're, you're typing on the screen now with the three thousands, hey. you know what I mean? Which is actually quite useful. I have it to is. say you know but it's what next man you know what i mean <laughs> exactly are oh, you even
0: going to need dj's anymore
1: exactly but yeah, well, i'm, selection. I'm... <laughs> I'm in Yo. the boat and I'm sweating. I'm just sweating. It was, I was absolutely, of course, I'm also in a boat, right? Yeah, but it's it was so a boat. Bro, <laughs> but I'm also, I'm in this boat and I'm just like sliding across like the seat to the P you The weirdest thing know what to mean? imagine is a DJ sitting
0: down in a boat with Teresa. got Yo. a good picture
1: Yo. of me in it, but they moved the boat, you know. Really? It's, right? not, it's not there anymore. It's They, they, they moved the boat. I was
0: about, like, they <laughs> left out, <street>, she. <laughs> I,
1: I, I swear to God.
0: Because it's bent too, it's right? It's tiny.
1: Dan, it's leaning forward. Too, so you have to Aye. lean forward and I think that's the only reason I got that dig <laughs> because I think Vio was supposed to play and she was like, I'm not gonna that nah, fuck this boat, yeah. B. Like, yeah, God, do you, you want to play this <laughs> You know what I mean? I think she 100% passed it on to me because she couldn't deal with the boat. But I mean, it's, it's cool, like looking it at li- it. It looks cool. It looks yeah, cool. But, but as a DJ, Yo. yeah, definitely. And I couldn't even imagine, you know, like when Germany, right, everybody's like this tall. So I couldn't imagine some of these guys DJing in this spot. But the boat is gone now, actually, right? They have a regular techno. So I think I was one of oh, the last really, it's suspended, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. You mean the boat or the new... No,
2: no, they are. (laughs) The sort of... The DJ booth now is suspended.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It like, looks like a swing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's they have from something a different.
2: No, could you imagine you do said
1: How <laughs> can we make this more difficult? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nobody the, the point is I was sweating and then you ran in because you said you came to use the bathroom. Or you nah, have studio. a studio. Yeah, a yeah, studio. Yeah, 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 or something. And he ran in and both of us, I think we didn't initially see each other. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you yeah, know? And I remember telling you, I was like, oh my God, this thing is work, Dread, you know, like this four-deck thing you know what I mean it's a lot of work and I mean yeah of course like I've been doing that setup ever since um I'm very I'm very happy to do it and Mm. to be honest when you go like when you do digital alone it gets to the point where um it's so easy and it's so um Yeah, that it's so easy Mm -hmm. that you're almost, not bored, but like there's not much to do after. If you already know, like if the song's playing, you kind of know what's coming and you dig It's There's nothing left to do for another, I don't know, five minutes depending on how long the song is. (laughs) You know what I mean? Whereas like I feel like when you spin records, you're always working. I mean yeah, like yeah.
2: you're right, man. Yeah, yeah, you are for real. Yeah.
1: You get yeah. good and then it cuts that wait time down to like a minute, two minutes, three yeah. minutes kind of thing. Yeah. But there's always work and you're always I mean not on edge, but you know that there's no there's no loop. There's you no know loop, that but, uh, man, there's no loop. You, you need to get this bonnet. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I think that's much more exciting um at least as a DJ, I mean after doing digital for so long. Mm-hmm. But running a label sometimes i think about records in today's like dj world yeah yeah. and i think about like yeah the amount of the the things that we have to play with now the Uh technology that's coming out you know Uh they don't have jog wheels some of them they're just buttons they're just like you know what i mean they're just it's just levels and buttons and it's kind of like and yeah it's really a, a a labor of of love at the end oh. of the day and because i do think it's an art form i do think it's very cool you know yeah. what I mean, like hip-hop and house both you know were born out of like wax culture you know so i think that that's it's very important to keep that going 100 but it in a in a world that's so digital it must be i don't know it seems like or that it would be a challenge to keep this oh. going and do you find that like in like vinyl culture well I guess you're in Berlin mm-hmm. which is different mm-hmm. but even still in general do you find it hard like are you doing it because you're pressing records like because you love it or are you mm. doing it because it's actually like moving out the door you know what i mean or Oh
2: um i do it because i love it at the end of the day it's, it's i play records myself that is how i want to see my music hello <laughs> and um yeah but ultimately digital is very much still the way to go so i do both i let the, i try and let the record sell out then put digital out after to follow up that's how they used to do it back in the day if you had a record that you really wanted or a track you really wanted it would most more time be out on wax and then along came the cds and the digital yeah. files or whatever so i'm kind of trying to stick to that ethos still yeah um yeah it's it's a lot of work but it's fun it's fun you know yeah It's fun. Mm -hmm. I I don't think I'd want it any other way because I think when something is too easy, you don't really appreciate the process. You know, it's just that anyone can do it. Do you remember when vinyl started dying out and it was CDs and whatever? Mm -hmm. You could burn, what, 12, 13 tracks on
1: on your laptop yeah you know yeah. What i mean yeah. then yeah
2: when the file when you could learn how to compress the files you go to clubs you can fit like 20 tracks on one cd yeah then you're in clubs playing tracks that don't even sound good because it's so comp- <laughs> yeah, yeah then it's like what's the point now that's right? how i
1: used to pay for my carnival costumes when i first See, started to play know. mass my dad um my dad was like i'll pay the down payments on your carnival costume <laughs> you have to find the rest of the money and i used to go into school with like, cause I was always a DJ, but like, yeah. I used to I learn how to DJ on like socans and dance and all thing, right? And what I used to do is I used to go on those blogs, cause they used to post all the soca and all the blogs, right? And I used to go on the blogs and pull all the rhythms that they weren't playing on the <laughs> radio. And I used to make man, and I used to real put a lot of effort into these mixtape CDs, right? And I used to go in school and basically like sell them around, right? And I had yeah. people's parents buying them <laughs> and stuff, because I mean like. You know, they, was a <laughs> yeah, no. no, because they do not have like, they didn't have like internet, you know, back then, yeah, you know, the internet was present, but it wasn't really. like, yeah, no, you and know, you were,
0: and, like when we first started in the internet, you were a real tech head professional, if you know how to use LimeWire. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. true. And it's true. Cards. And you, and I used, to get all these, I used to get all these CDs and sell it, right? And I was doing this for years. I was doing this and playing mass from my, my CDs for years. And i never forget I was in, I was in form six. Yeah, I was in Form 6 and I went to, uh, I actually did Form 6 in the convent opposite, so it was a girls' school. But I thought like, I don't know, girls need soccer too, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to burn CDs at yeah. same speed. And I'd never forget that I burned my little pile of CDs because I used to burn them by like the 10 and 20 and then go down. And I went into this like young, like, I don't know, like a young form or something, like form one or whatever. And... I was like, yeah. So I'm selling so CDs. I'd never forget one of the girls looking at me and being like, "A CD? People still using that? You know?" I remember being like. I don't know, I guess you're kind of right. (laughs) I I didn't actually, like, I didn't use this technology for the whole year Mm -hmm. until I needed to bring these CDs for this camera costume because everybody at that point had, like, I don't know, iPods and so so on. It happened so fast. came in and CDs all of a sudden were out. Exactly, but everything was so accessible and then LimeWire and everything, you know, you could get music so um, easily. Everything was so accessible and you could share it and spread it and, even when LimeWire was down, man, I was downloading music for for free for so long until. Should we be saying
2: this though? Because you
1: remember them thing that weren't legal, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's they might come I and find. You. Yeah, sure. They might yeah. come back and let get me, me look it. on your laptop. Actually, see what files you got. Yeah, yeah. Especially
0: in um in Germany, I actually have a cousin who used to download. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's do this intro now. We have many tutorials. This. This,
0: this, this is in Germany, but my man used to download porn, right? <laughs> and, like to not watch it online. Out. I don't know why. <laughs> and the best part, <laughs> to not watch it online. Why? What, why? what was he watching? Me? It's a stream. Like I guess to put it maybe to put it on a on a DVD and like. Oh yeah, true, 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 true. But anyways, um, at some point, I was living by my auntie at this time when this happened, and my auntie got a letter.
2: Aye. With an 800
0: euro fine for 800 downloading, euros And then the cool. name of the <laughs> File was like XXL Big oh. something something You know what I mean And that exact place That you have right now Matt, That was my cousin's face. <laughs> could you imagine my Could you imagine
1: boy. Your Yo. parents Your parents Get a fine Get fine 800 euros <laughs> You know For, your, for, your <laughs> pleasure, for I mean? you trying to ah. Handle your seat And show your, <laughs> your <laughs> Back in school Oh my Aye. god yeah. was, he, was he selling them Or
0: I don't know what he was doing. I mean, he didn't really tell us what was going on, you <laughs> know? It just kind of was a very funny moment at the door when um, the letter was
1: open. Yeah, well, I mean, Germany is a different beast when it comes to like. Yeah, there are rules on internet and downloading <laughs> and stuff because that shit was never happening in Trinidad. I mean, yeah. nobody cared because yeah, yes. things was going around. I mean, I I never had a legitimate CD past like a certain year because yeah, it no. was just like men
0: were men were like at the side of the road selling burnt CDs yeah, of every yeah. single album. That was yeah, like yeah,
1: of course, of course. Like you didn't you didn't need to like buy April. legitimate CDs. Like, no. what are you rich? No. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you just pay like I know five dollars
2: and you have this. Challenge Street, yes. exactly. Awesome, me something though. Do they still have a lot of record stores in in Trinidad? That.
1: Well that's the thing, dread. Like they don't really have there are no. Shout out to the Berg, uh-huh. right? Which is like a um a, a vintage uh shop. Yeah. And they sell records. But still. The, yeah, yeah, but it's all second hand. But it's not um I mean yeah, but you you get variant qualities from like secondhand Berlin. It's like second hand from your great grandmother yeah. kinda secondhand kind of thing. Like there's one track on this that still plays without skipping kind of thing. Because right?
2: my question so so the reason I'm asking is what has happened to all them Records from back then. Because well, actually,
1: I heard a rumor that there was a warehouse yeah. in Trinidad. My boy told me this. My boy, boy Nick. That I think what is all the time. I fantasize about it sometimes, <laughs> right? That my my boy Nick said that there's a warehouse in Trinidad that yeah. just has stacks and stacks and stacks of records just Yo, sitting there from, from like dream, archives man. back in the day. But the thing is, because there's no vinyl culture in the country, that's yeah. not being used. Yeah. And the burgers is doing it for nostalgia's sake. You know that sure, they're, sure, they're sure. A, a, a vintage store. You know what I mean, and I mean shout to them. I got some. I actually got some real cool records, man. Mm. Like, I got like this uh, '90s acid track that was so old school to me, and it was so um like foreign to what I was playing when I was at home. But now mm. that I came to Berlin, I'm like shit. I could run this record, and it would just fall in line. Yeah. I mean? So I did find cool finds, but there's no if you don't have people buying to play them constantly, yeah. then you're just really selling. Like, um what do you call them like old stuff you know what I mean like you're just mm. you're just selling like like vintage stuff yeah. you know what I mean for the sake of the, of the, having the it the
0: parties and stuff we don't have enough of a vinyl culture mm. where like DJs actually play vinyl yeah. like the DJs back home just play it's not so and,
1: and they're <laughs> very they happy with their laptop up yeah. and they don't even you know what I mean yeah, they haven't yeah, it's even it's
2: controllers so, in that now isn't it man
1: I, I do even I don't even know if it's controllers um, it's just like the, the Caribbean DJs have the most complicated most like latent set of like the 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 laptop is connected to serato box is connected to cdjs and nothing works in um yeah it goes into what they call a serato box oh yeah no
2: cdjs then yeah yeah got you you, and then goes
1: into the to the mixers and then somehow it maps the cdjs to like the serato open on their laptop and then but it's there's no real time. Like if if you if you touch like uh-huh. the platters, the, the the need there's always like a, a lag. Like there's always like lit like it's crazy. Yeah, because you have to
2: file with it or the um or the yeah CD yeah so time you code, need yeah. to have
1: you need to have the time code cds yeah. and, and all this but i don't oh, know it's for, for some yeah yeah of course <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. like my, my all the djs have all the versions of yeah, all yeah, the time yeah. codes all the everything all the firmwares everything like on a stick just for you know what i mean but it's like it's it's a little strange to me because like when you plug in a, a usb like you mm. get an instant response as but like you'd naturally want yeah, but for some reason Caribbean DJs have gotten accustomed <laughs> to like yeah using this sort this kind of clunky setup yeah. you know what I mean and I mean I think it works because Caribbean DJs do when they when you're mixing soca they don't play the whole song. Shit, nah, they, they barely great. play yeah, a part of great. the song. You know what I mean? It's so great. having like the laptop open and being able to type and then swipe and then yeah. they, you're just queuing in one song for 15 seconds and then going straight to the next one. It's it, juggling though, it's isn't like it? a routine. Yeah. It's more like a you know what I mean. It, it so, is an
0: art form itself. I find it very really impressive. Like yeah. I never mixed yeah. dancehall and soca and stuff before. Like I started just doing electronic music mm. and then I did one dancehall show and was like actively trying to listen to what they're doing. And I was like, "God oh, damn, this is a lot." <laughs> it's a lot. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. Because yeah. you're not, you don't have the no. whole song to play with. You have the chorus. Yeah, and you have rhythms, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's
0: about finding out, like, what, how many different songs you have for one rhythm. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, but
1: that part I think works really well yeah. because that then it's easy. the same instrumental, then it's predictable, and then it's and it's it's a completely different style of DJ. Mm-hmm. But yeah. arguably, though, some of those DJs are the best
2: because they can, and that's what it's about: quick juggling, mm-hmm. getting the pitch quick, finding that tempo. Yeah, some, yeah, listen, when I used to watch the sound clashes back in the day, some of them DJs used to flick out dubs mm. quick yeah, yeah, for yeah. us and the mic man knew what he was doing. Yo, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's Serious. nuts. When they're doing Serious. it with records, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy impressive. Mm. You know? I think it's a, it's a whole other format of DJing. Is, you know what yeah. I mean? It's beautiful still. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a, it's oh. its own thing. And then, well, let me get your take on this, right? So when they had the what do they call it, Red Bulls, um, DJ competition. Mm-hmm. What's it called again? I can't remember. Oh, Soundclash. Right? Is it? Sound, is I think it, they, it, I don't know. Puffy won.
2: With you know, DJ Puffy? Or who? Do
1: you know DJ Puffy from Bobby? Yeah, else, yeah. Right? I don't,
2: not personally, but I know of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. he won the freestyle. Yeah. Three, three style. Three, three with the three. Yeah, uh-huh. three style. Red Bull three style or something like that. Right. Um, And he won. I don't know if you're uh, aware of this, right? You won. It was recent though. No? Fairly recent, like a couple yeah. of years ago. You okay, know okay. Okay. Um, but puffy went on and i mean this is kind of unrelated to what we were talking to but as you are saying that these djs do this and it's a completely different thing mm-hmm. i want to get your take on it as a dj and also as a as someone who's familiar with at least the caribbean style of djing which is very fast and very mm-hmm. so they have the competition and traditionally it's like a turntable is competition so mm-hmm. lots of scratching lot of scratch routines <laughs> and that kind of thing right yeah um shout out to my man just jay who's pushing this culture too. you know um turntablism um, like you know and the real scratch routines and crazy stuff like what people do when you say you're a dj and they go Wak-a-wak. yeah like <laughs> that right so and it's usually quite impressive right uh-huh. puffy went And he's quite a talented um, DJ. I remember I had booked him for an event uh, back in university and and stuff like that. Great guy, cool guy, fantastic DJ. Mm -hmm. But his routine was less centered around the the antics of scratching and Uh DJing and um, what might be called the skills of um, turntablism or what's regarded as the peak of skills in Uh turntablism, which is Uh scratching and, and that kind of thing. And he did the usual like quick cuts and because i think you have like a half hour slot or something Mm -hmm. to wow a crowd Mm -hmm. and he he did a lot and he he chose like really good songs but he did next to no um like like very complex scratch routines Mm -hmm. like um like scratch bastard and and like you'd see men like a track and Mm thing doing you know what i mean of course he did a little bit but it was mostly just song selection now he won that year Mm -hmm. And he got a lot of flack Mm -hmm. from the DJ community because they felt as though he didn't, yeah, he didn't really, he didn't really deserve to win because he didn't scratch that much and he didn't like do what DJs normally do to Mm -hmm. win the competition. Right. And and I agree with them in the sense that, yeah, he didn't, his scratching was not impressive, Mm -hmm. you know, but his routine was fun and the crowd loved it, Mm -hmm. you know and it was dj jazzy jeff that actually kind of chimed in and i mean jazzy jeff is He's huge a G-man, you know yeah. and he was like yo a dj's um job is to rock the crowd right and he did that mm-hmm. And, I mean, of course, they have their own, like, point system and so on, right? Uh-huh. Um, and he scored low on the technical side anyway. But everything else, he was winning, you uh-huh. know? Uh-huh. And Jazzy Jeff said that the DJ's job is to move the crowd. And uh-huh. he moved the crowd fantastically. And uh-huh. so he deserves to win as as, as much as everyone else. Uh-huh. But what I wanted to ask you is, like, given a scenario like that, uh-huh. where there's tons of, like, technology around us, in terms of, like, how you could play, like, you know, like, like, yeah you could press buttons and raise levels mm. or you could have like records in your hand and mm. be fighting to find the record because it's dark or whatever you know what i mean like do you think that yeah what do you how do you value those those things you know do you look at at, at this new style of djing with like the new technology mm-hmm. as less than or do you think it's just something different or you an know? evolution
2: yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it dep- for me personally, based on the scenario you gave me, it depends on what the what the purpose is, right? Um, if you're playing in a club, are the people moving? Are the people dancing? Yes, okay, cool, you're doing your job. I've always said you can be playing off a record, your phone, you could be playing off a CDJ. Are the people moving? Yeah, cool. If you're doing your job, you're doing your job at the end of the day. In a scratch competition or a competition like that, it could be questionable as to what mm-hmm. your technical skills and abilities are. But I guess it depends on the scenario. Um, Club-wise, again, if you're doing your job and the people are moving and dancing, that's the most important, mm-hmm. right? It for me, it doesn't matter.
0: And Jessica, yeah. We were talking about this a lot recently, like if, if sound selection is what matters or mm-hmm. if your actual technique of DJing, like mm-hmm. how do you do your transitions or how do you... Um, the last podcast we just posted with Rose Court, she was mm-hmm. saying that how do you make songs kiss? You know, almost mm. how you make sounds make out and how does one song sound in combination with another sound mm. rather than just what is your track selection? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that kind of question I've been asking myself that a lot too is what is it that mm. actually makes a good DJ?
1: Yeah. I mean that's a good question still. I think I mean I have very strong feelings about this. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's, not, it's not even it's not even what you said. It's, it's your start. It's like, <laughs> Honestly. Yes, no, because,
0: no, 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 because you know I mean? no, because
1: <laughs> yes. the 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 thing is is that it depends on so the the short answer is i think if you're if you're talking about in terms of mixing i think it does matter right because saying that mixing and like if you like i don't know have a train wreck of a mix Mm. right and you're like ah, does matter song selection is what counts Mm. right what you're doing is kind of removing the whole skill aspect of being a DJ, which no, a mm, lot of okay. so Ooh. so you're removing the skill aspect of what of what you consider DJs to be, because they are DJs that take their transition seriously. But who defines what a DJ is? Well, this is where I think I feel strongly because I lean very heavily on a very traditional. A view of what a dj is mm-hmm. because in my mind if but, uh,
2: let, me, let me i'm sorry i'm mm-hmm. gonna call you out on that again mm-hmm. what is a traditional dj though because if we look at the fundamental a dj what a dish jockey you don't mm-hmm. have mixing and all this kind of culture only came mm-hmm. in recently where you have to have two blends perfect mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. i hear your point that's but, not necessarily but look at it DJ, this way though. if
1: you remove the skills that it takes mm-hmm. to make a mix mm-hmm. then you're left with Effectively, sound selection. Yeah. Now, everybody in the club, right, uh-huh. probably has a pretty good playlist no. at home, nope. right? Yeah, yeah,
2: sure, but no. I okay. mean, all right. Put the way, the way. So the way I explain DJing and playing music, right? And the reason I feel so strongly about this is it's, it's the art of the conversation mm-hmm. that you're having. Like, like, like your friend said, um, it's about how do you make the the tracks and songs kiss. Yeah, There's yeah? necessarily mixing it in. 140 BPM versus 140 BPM make that a beautiful thing? No. Arguably, because if you look at two CDJs and do that, then anyone can do that. 100%. However, song selection is the most important because you can play, I don't know, not to name songs and shit on this or that song, but you can play two songs but just make it make sense, you mm-hmm. know? Of course. If someone's doing a TED of talk, you don't want them to start with the letter Z and then say A. But you want you want to. How do you get from A to Z in a beautiful transition? A hundred percent. I kind
0: of agree in that, like you, your entire set is supposed to tell a story, right? Yeah, and that's why you choose. Uh, you know, if you want to go yeah, fast, but I you know yeah, but I'm not fighting that.
1: I'm not fighting that. I fight in when you butcher a transition. You say yeah. ah, that don't matter, right? Yeah. and I'm saying it's sure. okay to make mistakes. Yeah, like nobody's saying that you know everybody has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no. Perfect DJ set. I don't know, it's quite impressive if you hear a DJ set with absolutely no mistakes whatsoever. But what's a mistake though, know? no, bro? Well, exactly. But yeah. we're talking about, I don't know, like... Well, yes, you know what I'm talking obviously. about because a very like when because that's when somebody says, Ah, it doesn't matter, sound selection is what counts. Because mm-hmm. they know that it just sounded badly. That those songs did not kiss. <laughs> they just smashed their faces into each other, and then one of them came out of it and was like I'm playing still now. You know. But the thing is I, because I feel, right? If you take like because you can take good, I got a good
2: I got a good one for you after this. Thing. Because Sorry.
1: also because I think you can take a, a a not so like exceptional track mm-hmm. and you can blend it really well. Mm-hmm. And when it comes out and is playing by itself, it's working a dance flow really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. As opposed to if you take you could take a fantastic track mm-hmm. that's a really good song, mm-hmm. and if you butcher the transition and it and it really messes up the momentum of the dance flow. It, it does take away from the song when the song is playing by itself. Sure. If, you, you if you're
2: looking at it from that aspect of playing dance music, electronic music and getting from, mm-hmm. you know, you're playing pretty much one genre of music, house music, for example, in a set. Sure. I agree with you. Yeah. But if we're looking at it holistically and looking at, look at the sound system culture back in the day, they only had mm-hmm. one turntable, mm-hmm, seven mm-hmm, inches mm-hmm. coming off. Mike Man will come in. This is where you had the introduction to the Mike Man. Of
1: course, yeah, Playing the next yeah, yeah, yeah. one. So, so
2: then what is a DJ? Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Well, to that you're again. right.
1: If we're looking at a very broad definition yeah. of like DJs, and yeah, because I am thinking very strictly within the offhand comment that people make when they make a bad transition doesn't matter so I mean in that narrow definition then I I don't think it's okay to put it aside because I think that that there are a lot of people Mm. that do care about their transitions in in that context and there are people that um, do care about that skill and about honing that skill
2: would you say that if Theo Parrish was in here right now
1: yeah, I don't care who's in the But the man, he don't he
2: don't mix. Right? He, he would more blend it, fade things out in but he will take you to some next dimensions he's 100%. a hundred percent and i've
1: i've, I've yeah. listened to sets like this i listened to set today actually yeah. on refuge yeah. i mean i wish i had the, the I mean, DJ's there's, thing, a, who's there's playing. a lot
0: on refuge i feel like a lot of there's people a lot on 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 refuge. because it's radio you kind of you get a
1: blind, you know you don't have to be able <laughs> yeah. to do people aren't dancing in front of you yeah and some what, people what do it really creatively and and do it really like um on like in an unorthodox way and and a hundred percent like i agree that the definition of what it means to entertain or to create an experience is very vast and i'm not mm. by any means trying to narrow it down to what we what a, a good phone the flow transition mm. sounds like you know what i mean but I, I i do think that well i am a dj and i really do care about the culture mm. and in my mind um when you look at the birth of house and hip hop that happened like simultaneously uh-huh. that was born out of the skill that mm-hmm. the DJs had to pull to to juggle those two tracks and to bring it back to the break uh-huh. to let the rapper do his thing Mm -hmm. and that took skill and practice and these guys Mm. really practiced to get this done you know i don't know if you saw that series they they, They get down they get down so good good so good but that was a that was an example of how the the art form or or the skills that Mm. came with being a dj created an entirely new culture and and then house music also came from uh uh, uh, a repetitive from disco and playing with drum machines in tandem with that. And if you didn't have a culture of a uh, smooth four on the floor oh. transition, then me- you can argue that maybe house music wouldn't have come about because people wouldn't have been accustomed to a flow of four on the floor. You know what I mean? I so hear you. I hear you. But in, also
2: in, in and not to contest what you're saying, I agree wholeheartedly. But if you talk about the guys that used to go to Paradise Garage back in the day, it wasn't necessarily... When people talk about Frankie Knuckles mixing, he could mix. Yeah. They weren't always mixing, though. Yeah, he would yeah. go in and out, this and here and there. With the
1: drum machine there, too, you know? Like, he you would know, do some yeah.
2: madness, you know what I mean? So it's, but what's your view on it? Because we haven't necessarily heard a lot, of, mm. a lot of your view on that.
0: My view is it's a balance. Like, I find, for Mm. me, when I go to a club, if it's a good DJ, is you don't let me realize when I've gone from one song to the next song because I just keep dancing, keep dancing. But at the same time, I feel all these different emotions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, when you have a bad transition in between those, obviously, you break that kind of spell or that trance that you get people into. Mm. And that, like, being able to put somebody in a trance with your music and with your transitions and how you let the two songs play together, that's my personal judgment of what oh. makes a good dj but i wouldn't like i don't know what the industry standard is sure I mean? oh but, i'm not but, but saying good like, and bad yeah, yeah. yeah i <laughs> find that's that's, <laughs> that's that's
1: very so t- but i mean um yeah i mean yeah. i agree with you I, I wouldn't say you're a bad dj if you you sure. make a mistake because yeah. everybody makes it's human mistakes exactly. you know what i mean and that's that's normal yeah. but
0: but i also wouldn't say that like i do agree with kyle in the sense of you know you, you can have a good playlist but that doesn't make you a dj mm. like if you yeah. if you come and say like I don't really care about the, the transitions and I don't care about uh-huh. how I put together the entire set. I just want to show that I know good music.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 and I, don't I mean find that's all that matters. Yeah, and it's not that not the, that uh style can't entertain. It's not to say that style can't get people dancing or it yeah. can't um, curates a completely different experience but I mean obviously this is my this is how I view myself as a DJ you yeah. know what I mean this is how I this is what I take pride in you know what I mean so when I come to see you play bro, <laughs> bro I
2: don't, don't want to see no you take
1: point you know?
2: <laughs> I want to see pitch perfect blend boy because
1: bro. also somebody made a comment um a while ago <laughs> somebody made a comment a while ago a friend of mine um because she was learning how to DJ she would always throw parties and she would have these playlists and then she would play one song after the other but she would cut it very like suddenly right like very abruptly and somebody in the crowd I think she said she was laughing herself when she said this that the person said oh you're doing it like vinyl style or whatever right (laughs) because I think that like there was I mean, I don't know, but it seems as though that somehow, in when you're playing with records, uh, sharp cuts and, and these things are like more acceptable. It's mm. or it's a style, and I do hear, I do hear um, DJs um, that are playing, yeah, all over in the, in the club and, and mm. on Refuge and on who and and they they do they make very sudden transitions mm. that maybe I personally wouldn't make. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But does that make them a, 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 like a bar DJ or not a nah, DJ? Then definitely style, not. Right? You know, it's it's, it's, it's their than, style. But yeah. I think th- I think my style also plays into because I like. <laughs> I mean, I I get I get off when two songs are sitting yeah, on each yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. for like you know like five minutes and just slowly pulling out. That's like, and then when you do that with records, it's like, oh my god, you know what I mean? That's the greatest for me. It's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I think I think oh, there's a spectrum of things.
2: Pressure is yeah. on, brother. Let me tell
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big man, I'm gonna go and see you play it just now. You know, right? Yeah, but, so but, now you know.
2: But that's your argument, not mine. You know,
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's but you a know good what. One. When, when you're
2: playing clubs, though, it, it, you know, yeah, it has to be kind of a nice, smooth sound. You do want, and that's yeah. my next question.
1: Would you like not mix like? Try and would you not try to have like smooth transitions because it doesn't matter that much?
2: But that's my style, though, isn't it? You know? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, when yeah. I used to play dance or garage, hip hop, R and B, I always wanted to have things smooth. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. then still, some of the best DJs I know were just flinging things in, and it was just, it was, it was that vibe and that energy yeah, they were yeah, creating. Yeah. It was,
1: yeah.
0: It, it could be man. rough and nasty. Yeah, to
1: yeah. Like just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Chopping and changing, yeah, 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 yeah. dashing in. If, one if track. it's fast <laughs>
0: enough as well, if it doesn't feel like I'm... Like, it could feel like a mistake, but not like
1: a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, there's I'm some mistake. mistakes. Yeah. Mistake. yeah, there's some yeah. mistakes that aren't really mistakes, and they yeah. just kind of yeah. flow into things. Especially
2: yeah. when you, if you flick it back in, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's yeah, It's that yeah. beautiful human aspect yeah. of things, you know? Yeah,
1: so. yeah, 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 of course. I mean, yeah. I feel like I, I could talk about this Yeah, forever. me too, bro. Because I, I, I feel like... It, I feel <laughs> like I hear... Because I hear it all the time, and... I, I, th- I take it personally yeah. because I think it, it matters so much to me. I mean, not to say I go into club and I hear about transition and I'm there like, what is, you know, those memes with like bedroom DJs when they're watching like yeah, festival yeah. DJs playing me like, that transition wasn't so smooth. You know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely don't think that's, that's me. But I, I I think I am critical of the art form and I am critical of myself, mm. so when when I hear people just completely disregard that aspect of what I consider mm. um like good djing to be for myself then i I mm. do take it personally because and I'm like, well, you're not taking it into consideration yeah that the, there are skills for those who want it, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. it's
0: kind of like um." Like you could put parallels in photography as well, you know, like Mm -hmm. a good photographer is really good at manual. He knows how to put the ISO, he knows how to put the the shutter speed, he knows what Mm -hmm. he wants for the aperture Mm -hmm. on. And that kind of in itself is the art form of photography Mm -hmm. and composition is also another part of it. But there Mm -hmm. is so many, there's so many photographers now that don't even know how to shoot manual Mm -hmm. that just use auto or just use like one of the presets, portrait mode or whatever. But they're so good at composition that they still blow up you know yeah, and then you true, can have the same arguments yeah. and it still
1: well. works. and it still yeah, works yeah exactly because but then technology it, it comes in exactly yeah and and then I feel like when when tech when the technology gets so good mm. and then mm. anybody can be a DJ and anybody mm. can be a photographer because yeah. we have cameras on our phones and we're always taking yeah. pictures and then after a while you feel like but then track selection then matters right you're right and <laughs> do I do no, know about track do do? selection <laughs> <laughs> you're right track <laughs> selection but <laughs> <you're right>. track <laughs> selection always matters but that's like but in my mind that's like the baseline requirement I mean like Every DJ and every person who wants to be a DJ like knows good music and knows it and wants to share it, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Whether you can like use turntables or CDJs or not, right? If you want, if you have good music, and this has happened to me because I've taught uh, uh, like a good few people in Berlin how to DJ, mm. and you can tell that they they feel that they want to DJ, and why? Because they have so much good music yeah, and they love it yeah, so much yeah. and they want to share it, and that is the most important thing. Mm. But yeah. That's not the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come better than that, you know. <laughs> you gotta plenty time and plenty work, <laughs> sweat over them turntables, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's yeah. yeah. I also wanted to ask you before we finish, because we usually Three on these minutes. on these podcasts we have like a lot more time and we we go on for much longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
0: we, we do this one once a month in the, in the refuge studio and mm-hmm. then otherwise we do it in my apartment which mm-hmm. is a little bit more like we sit down at the table, mm-hmm. have a little drink and then it started at like one hour and ten minutes.
1: Yeah, and, and then we cranked three hours out yeah? the other day and yeah. we were like, what? So I wanted to ask you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before so we on run out of, of time. Uh, so I'm down, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Your, your parents are Bajan, right? Yes. Um, And you grew up in London. Yeah. So, y- I mean, this is, a predicament that not predicament but this is a, a, a an upbringing that i would see for maybe my my children mm-hmm. right um and i think of how the cultures would would mesh and obviously it must be a huge part of your life mm-hmm. um and 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 your connection to that place mm-hmm. and and I love to see Caribbean people like doing well, mm-hmm. right? It make because you know we, we we have so much talent and we have so much mm-hmm. potential, but I feel lot, like man. the the place and the region is just limited yeah, by and resources, resources and that yeah. other things, you know. So you get stuck. So I love to see Caribbean people outside doing anything thing and 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 getting through, you know. And um, so I wanted to say, like, do you feel a sense of like when you're doing your thing here mm-hmm. in Berlin? Mm-hmm. Do you? Because I feel a sense of uh, duty to do something about the scene in trinidad or to mm. try and push the the caribbean potential you mm. know what i mean mm-hmm. um do you feel the same way or or, or yeah how do you feel, how do how does being beijian influence like you being in berlin and doing your thing
2: ah uh, it's a fully loaded question i mean
0: mm. especially for four minutes <laughs> yeah right <laughs> let right, elevator go. pitch
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> um so i oof, damn where do i start man so for me, I, I, always, I always put my people first. So mm-hmm. if, if there's anyone I can try and book or put forward, it's always going to be my people of mm-hmm. color. There's not a lot of Caribbean people in Berlin, for example. Growing up in London, that was never an issue. Mm-hmm. right? So I was always exactly. in London. I was That's always around my thing. people. Here, when I'm booking events, I'm always looking at, OK, who are the most, you know, we are arguably not the Caribbean, but people of color, the most marginalized people in mm-hmm. this country. Um, I'm always trying to book them first because they don't get the opportunities. Yeah. So if I can help people elevate in that sort of way, because I'm going to call a spade a spade. There's tons of white DJs that are just booking themselves. Are tons of male DJs booking yeah. themselves. your friends. They're friends. And, and rightly so. If I had homies, I'm going to book them, right? And this is, exactly. this is that's what the is all yeah. about. Yeah. But I want to put my people first and give them that platform they can elevate from. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to do. When I did the showcase in Sissy Foss, there was um a couple of my homies from underrepresented backgrounds that we did a 12-hour showcase. Same when I did my label party in Krista Kupfer. Um, I brought friends on um, that have played Sissy since. Ladies of color. Um, and that's what I want to push forward. So kind of a yeah. bit of a twist to what you're doing, but similar.
1: Yeah, 100%, same direction. Mm. You know what I mean? And I feel like yeah, when you're in the position to do it, you know, because there's so many people back home that just don't have the yeah yeah they just they just don't have the the reach they just don't have the resources. It, a lot of times it comes down to resources, you know what I mean? Hundred percent. And right. then when we're here and we have the opportunity and we are privileged enough to be in Germany or mm. England or wherever, I feel like it's so important because I know I I always felt strongly about people that got far by themselves Mm. and i didn't see them pulling everyone up Mm. with them and Mm. i think the mentality at home because it's so hard to succeed people are very much like when i'm making it i'm making it Mm. you know what i mean and they just want to be the rocket that shoots up by themselves and they're just like i am making it because and and you can't blame them because they fight so hard they push Mm. so hard Mm. and it's and
0: it's also like I think because of the culture back home where you know, we have a very big ego culture <laughs> where everybody wants to be a star, you know, and yep. to be a star, you, you can't be a star with friends. You have to mm, be a star by yourself yeah. and be on top of everybody else. And mm. this, I think it even comes from high school of being like, you want to be first in class, you know, mm. we have this great yeah, culture. Yeah, we have a very, have very, ABCD, competitive. Yeah. very competitive, yeah. so it's not like we all run into what's the same goal of like, in Berlin, I feel like there's this culture of, we could be from different collectives mm. or we could be from different backgrounds, we could be from, we could be playing different music, but we all have the same goal in mind. Mm. So how can we come together and work towards that goal? Sure. Instead of in the Caribbean where it's kinda like Yeah. How can I be better than you?
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is it's hard to That's to a make, very good point what you said. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to make those changes like when you're there, because then you're in the system, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and then you're you're fighting with everyone else and or or fighting with the same things that everyone yeah. else is fighting with, yeah. you know what I mean. So the thing is when and then when you get out, or, or you know you have a different opportunity, then you're not there anymore, mm-hmm. and it's very easy to n- like not do anything, mm-hmm. you know. It's very easy to just do your thing because yeah, and 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 then it takes even more effort to try and change the culture at, at a distance, I guess. Yeah. But you know what I mean?
2: I believe in paying it back, to be fair. You yeah. know, I'm not where I am without the people around me that have helped introduce me to certain people that have put me on certain club maps and whatnot, so it's 100%. I believe in paying it back for yeah. sure 100% for sure. because that next generation is going to come and lick you down whether you like One it or side. not My- <laughs> you might as well try and help <laughs> them get to
1: they're it that's such a good point right. it's true it's you real, think man. they care about you they're coming up you know yeah, what I mean real, and I think that that's a mentality that like people like they don't they don't face it so mm. then they, they they get ahead and they gatekeep mm. in yeah. order to it's stay a, relevant yeah. they get ahead and then they they block, they get ahead because mm. I got this far and yeah and I want to keep this position, you know? Mm. And they get scared, it's fair. Especially yeah. looking it's at not the other,
0: looking at the other generation, you know what I mean? Like the elder generation has a lot of this kind of I always want to be seen as the older and wiser mm. and I know better and they can't mm. accept that the younger people can come up and do better than Man, you
1: listen. I have a real thing with this, you know. <laughs> I have a real thing with this, you know. Yeah. No, because it's true because yeah. now because this generation, there's so much information around. There's yeah. so much and and the previous generation didn't they didn't grow up like with I don't know, their parents weren't open to learning. I feel like mm-hmm. it was just like this is what I know and this is how it is and this is how it is for you too, you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. And then so, so
0: learning then learning also just wasn't as accessible. Yeah, people. that's yeah, what I'm
1: saying. Yeah. So they did didn't have that's all true. the Information, so it's it's difficult for them. I I could see that it's difficult for them to accept that. I don't know. Maybe this fourteen-year-old mm. does know something a little better than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you a chance, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that that's good about the the you know about us mm. because we have access to all to the internet and everything, and that we can we can now do all the research with them, and then we can do all the you know, the the, the learning (laughs) with them, at least I hope so, you know, and maybe that'll be better for the next generation, you know what I mean?
2: That's what it's all about at the end of the day, right? Because we're not here forever, so we, you know, it's better to make sure the next generation understand the way things are, warn them about certain roadblocks you might have faced Mm -hmm. to make it easier for them, you know, so it's... Because you're going to teach, we're going to teach our children at the end of the day, right? So Exactly.
0: Right. I feel like that's a good, a good point to end on we're already one two minutes over time but um i'm
1: worried that they come in and 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 cut it out no no no. but i'm just worried that like they have to come and set up i mean i'm worried uh-huh. for the.
0: they can figure out the thing man are they show? ready or not i don't know are i don't you know ready? i don't think they're ready i, <laughs> <Who's next?
1: laughs> I mean if not
2: uh, i think we got a solid hour
1: yeah yeah we did <laughs>
0: someone coming on next or we have an next hour? <laughs> Is somebody coming on next or we have
1: another hour? Okay, <laughs> cool. Oh, cool. okay, <laughs> yeah. They're waiting for their up guests up. too. Because they you know? leave,
0: leave, leave Caribbean people No, booth, we need to... We ne- will we <laughs> to. stop talking. <laughs> we <laughs> have to come and rip <laughs> us out.
1: Yeah. Well, we could keep going until they're ready, I guess. But listen, <laughs> yeah.
2: thank you. Thank you for having me and, and yeah. this beautiful
1: 100%. and enlightening 100%. conversation. A hundred percent. Debate,
2: argument, slash, you know, I love it. It's hundred percent. I remember when I
1: first heard about you, I was by... um. Jamal shout out to Yamal, Yo. you know and he was like bring him he was like team. no actually I know a Bajan fella who's a DJ too you know <laughs> and I was like yeah you know and he was like yeah yeah this fella and he played on her and he showed me uh, your her set oh, and, and I was just like yeah, I think you're wearing a hat yeah
2: nah Mandel was I know, I know which one you're talking about still yeah I know yeah, yeah but he don't he doesn't come to the to the show when I'm no he was though.
1: talking about you
2: I know but he, but I wasn't wearing a hat
1: well then, I'm mixing oh, up this set or whatever. Yeah, I don't know who that other guy is, yeah. but he was talking about. I knew he was talking about that Wendell yeah. for sure because yeah, yeah, I followed right. you that day. Remember, and I, and I remember when I I followed you and then he brought you to the brunch. I remember. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But whatever. But the point is, I remember when he suggested, it and I was like, I was like, damn, they have this this man out here doing this thing. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? And, Caribbean DJ. Yeah, what? it's crazy. You know what I mean? Because like you know, it's so. I don't know.
0: It's rare. It's rare. You don't I think it's so
1: yeah and I love to see it. And an I got
0: electronic yeah. DJs everywhere in the world, you know, and, and to link up.
1: Yeah, I know. In
0: Berlin is nice.
1: So yeah, I'm so happy that I met you and we connected. Me too, I'm brother. I'm so happy that you could come on here and chat with us. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. I will be there on the floor Sunday morning, mm-hmm. hopefully. If they let short shorts on as well. Yeah, exactly. The short short shorts <laughs> the winter shorts. You know, thank you so no, much. Love brother. and respect to both of you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank thanks you. so
0: much. And we'll definitely have you on for a part two yeah sure, long sure. edition. I'm down. Sometime soon. For I'm sure. Down. Take it. Alright. <laughs> Revenue